This is Pulse 95. You're listening to the Halftime Show Podcast. Oh, he loves the pilot! What a goal! This is the Halftime Show with Omar Adori on Pulse 95. Nice strike! Oh, better than nice! What a goal! It sure is that time. It's the Halftime Show with Omar Alduri. I am your host, coming everything sport, international, local. Hope you guys are having a blessed day wherever you're tuned in around the world, whether it's 95FM, Pulse95Radio.com, our app, Sharjah Broadcasting Authority, or even if you're in the comfort of your very own home, jamming to us on the podcast on Apple, Spotify, and SoundCloud. Thank you so much for tuning in. Shout out to everyone who's tuning in on the Instagram Live as well. What a show I have in store for you today. I'll tell you what we've got on. Now, one of the topics that's come out of the weekend is a fighter who was fighting in the UFC um, called Ross Kov, if I can mention his name properly. Uh, he fought against Hubbard. Now, that wasn't the thing. The, pr- the thing that struck about this fight is during the intervals, he actually wanted to quit and his coach didn't allow him to quit. What would you do if you were his coach? Would you insist on him continuing the fight or would you call it? Now, the referee did step in and I'm going to tell you what happened later on with that fight particularly which was very very interesting I'm also talking about the UAE and its cancellation of the football competitions this year one of the big ones that's coming up on today's show is the pillars of mental wellness I want to see how many of these pillars you're doing correctly and in that statement there's a few things like sleep gut health silent reflection community and connection and play and movement but we're going to have a have a bit of a, a game with that and see how many of those have you mastered the premier league is back it sure is back just like the halftime show and i can't wait to go over a lot of your queries and questions regarding the premier league which obviously has erupted since it started do we miss the fans is the obvious question but what have we noticed about the last fixtures or at least game week 30 as we call it that's another thing coming up on the only place to be at three the halftime show on pulse 95 this is the halftime show with omar adouri oh he loves the pilot what a goal this is the halftime show with omar adouri on pulse 95 nice strike oh better than nice wonderful It sure is that time. It's the Halftime Show with Omar Duri. I am your host covering everything sport, international, local. Boy, do I have a show in store for you today. Shout out to everyone who's tuned in on the Instagram live. you got Kareen, Ali, Huda, Sophie, all the with Omar. I like that name as well. And everyone else who's tuned in, whether it's 95FM, Pulse95Radio.com or our app, Sharjah Broadcasting Authority. Right, let's get our hands dirty and get stuck into the topic of the day. One of the things I mentioned on my Instagram has got a lot of heat is the recent fight between whew, the recent fight between Rostov and uh, Roskov and Hubbard at the UFC in Vegas. Now coming into this fight, let me explain to you the situation and then I want to see your view on what happened. Here's what happened. On the fight, Max Roskov coming in 5-0 undefeated, takes a fight with 10 days notice, meaning there was no fight camp, there was no um, preparation for this. He took this opportunity, it was his chance to get into the UFC 
Italy and he took it. He turned pro in February 2018 and obviously the 25 year old is a purple belt in jiu-jitsu. That was the first point coming into us. Actually, he wanted to join the contender, but saying that he couldn't because um, the contender's off during to COVID, etc. So that was one thing coming into the fight we noticed. Now, during the fight, this is where it gets interesting. The the fighter, Roscoe, basically has had one round already of, um, of fights. And we're going into the second round. And as he goes into the second round, he then realizes that he's lost all the energy left. And he tells his corner to call it. Basically, what does that mean? It means it's time to quit. Okay, so he's done that. And he's done it in such a way where he is quitting the fight he wants to quit and he's telling his coach to get him out of there and once he does that the coach insists not to he says you can do it you're a champion go ahead now here's here's the turning point as a coach especially in the field of mixed martial arts or something else what would you do to to try and get your fighter out of the situation do you protect him and call the fight or do you encourage him to stay on here's exactly how I feel about the whole situation situation the referee starts to notice something isn't right when i watch this clip it's actually quite disturbing because with ufc fighters they put their heart on the line in 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 martial arts or even in boxing it's the same thing as you start to enter the ring your heart is on the line no one else it can save you from that situation there in in the in the fight and i noticed 100 that this guy wanted to stop his coach told him to carry on. Now, sometimes what we can say is the coaches haven't been there themselves. So that's why they wouldn't know how it feels. But Robert Drisdale, one of the most successful Brazilian jiu-jitsu practitioners to ever come out of the US and former MMA fighter himself was the person in charge of this. Now, when it comes down to digging deep in, in, in difficult situations to find that gear, you've got a good coach in your corner. Now, the referee, Mark Smith, was the one who called the fight off. And I have to give full credit to him because he pulled the fighter away and asked the fighter, what would you do? Are you okay? And the fighter said, no, I'm not. And as soon as he did that, the referee took the decision upon himself to cancel. Now, referees have been criticized in the past for ending fights prematurely, but this was definitely the right thing to do. Does it change our view on the fight? Absolutely not. You don't know until you're in there. And Dana White agreed with that and said, there's no shame in calling it quits. Who is going to judge him on that? I tried to obviously take away the swear words out of that, but that's what he said. So many factors in that situation that makes me think sometimes we've got to protect our fighters or our athletes and step in at the right time. Now, sometimes, don't get me wrong, you do want them to experience that because they learn from the losses. They learn from the challenges that they face. But in this particular situation, it almost made me uncomfortable in watching this. If you haven't seen the clip, make sure you check it out between Roscoff and Hubbard and the way the referee stepped in for that. Now, my question to you, as the, as the coach, at what point do you stop the fight? Do you allow him to continue that one more round? Or do you step in and say, that's it, he's done, and I have to protect him? That's a very, very decent point in that. And we're going to be talking about that throughout the day on the show, on the halftime show, especially within the hour, because I really want to hear your thoughts on that. There's no wrong or right answer, but there is a lot of things factoring, as I've explained throughout the build-up to the situation. One thing, he's only 
only had 10 days notice second thing as a 25 year old you obviously know that in the in the game in any game sports game that you enter this is more like a fight when you do enter it there's a lot to learn as we mature and normally peak is 27 28 arguably in most sports until you get to 30 where you have the wealth of experience and you train smarter instead of harder now all these things factor for the athlete as a coach what would you do as a coach i know what i would do but what i, I want to hear from you text us on 4215 it's a slot or do or slide into the dms at omar Dury on instagram and let me know would you have dealt with the situation the same way as robert Driz, uh, drisdale did in telling the fighter to continue or would you have called the fight so many people coming out on social media criticizing the coach criticizing the athlete the referee but there again this is tough times it's unprecedented times and especially considering it's COVID-19 there's so many factors that people are looking for work lucky to be what to have work and anything to do with that but when your health is on the line nothing comes ahead of that so slide into the DMs at Omar Dury let me know I want to hear from you text us on 4215 slot or do and after we get here a little bit of Shaka my boy from the UK then we're going to go into the next segment so stay tuned on the only place to be at 3 the halftime show on Pulse 95 this is the halftime show Omar Adouri. Oh, he loves the fire and what a goal! This is the Halftime Show with Omar Adouri on Pulse 95. Nice strike! Oh, better than nice! Uh, let's get ready to rumble! Salam, welcome back to the Halftime Show with Omar Duri. I am your host, covering everything sport, international, local. Some really good points coming through on the topic of the day for those who are just tuning in. Where the hell have you been? <laughs> Where have you been? We're talking about an incident that happened in the UFC. Now, even if you're not a UFC fan, what I want to pick your brain on as a coach, the coach was put in a very, very tough situation. That situation was basically watching his fighter want to quit. Now, in when his fighter came in the second round, just before the third round finished, uh, just before the second round finished, into the third round, he told his coach, call it. Basically meaning, cancel the fight, get me out of here, I'm done, it's, it's over. Now, the topic of the day was, as a coach, was he right to try and persist with the fighter to continue because the referee ended up stopping it. And referee very, very smartly went up to the fighter and pulled him away in how he spoke to them. Now, what I like about... Um, the the comments coming through and the messages coming through we've got Allah who's actually an official referee in the UAE which is not every day you have that on Instagram live which is amazing and she was saying health and safety is important for us it's that decision you have to take and very very well put in how she was articulating her ideas and the fact that we have to as a responsibility as coaches as referees we have to be able to step in at the right time so I really really love the fact that Alat made that point uh, protect the fighter and live to fight another day which is what Fahad says shout out to Fahad who's also tuned in uh, on the Instagram live and letting us know his thoughts you've got to protect the fighter also bearing in mind the history behind it he only had 10 days to to get himself ready normally as we know fight camp can be anywhere between 6 weeks to 2 months so that's not enough time which probably um, you know 
had a big part to play in terms of his endurance. But what we're going to be talking about in this segment now is the UAE Pro League. Now, a lot of the time, obviously during COVID-19, we've had to cancel some leagues. We've had to be patient with other leagues. We've had to watch them resume. And this is something that is causing a bit of stir in the media. It's because the UAE, uh, the UAE FA has announced that it will be canceling this season's competition. Now, what, this, what does this mean? This means that contests from the President Cup and the First Division League will no longer take place. The association clarified that the decision comes in light of the current circumstances affected by the COVID-19 pandemic. Now, they also coordinate with the relevant authorities in the country after FIFA released its latest updates to cancel the events. Now, here's the question for you guys. Were they right not to award Shabab Al-Ahli the title, seeing that Shabab Al-Ahli, after 19 games, had finished with 43 points, six points clear of second place al when when we hear all these different things, we hear, you know, that sometimes it was premature with the French League, for example, and Paris Saint-Germain, you know, had, had the league cancelled. In Holland, the league got cancelled. Ajax got rewarded the league. In this circumstance, Germany were the first to come back, and then now, obviously, the Premier League has recently joined. But the question is, are there any positives from this? Let's try and break it down for you guys. The positives from this are, is that with the current situation now, it, the UAE is able to observe the other leagues, see what's right, what's wrong. If we do get hit, Allah, with another wave of the pandemic, then people are going to have to isolate again and go through it. If For those who don't know, Arsenal had three players who've had to self-isolate since the Manchester City game because one player tested positive. Now, obviously, the players haven't been uh, named yet, but then again, that adds a lot more to the explanation of some certain strange um, lineup decisions by Mikel Arteta when it came down to Arsenal against Manchester City, especially against one of the best teams in Europe, let alone in England. So that was very interesting to, to see that. But I think with U- the UAE, what's very, very interesting is they're being cautious and also protecting their footballers. Now, in terms of program and structure, I'd like to pick their brain and see what they're doing to maintain not just the fitness, not just the nutrition, but the mental health and the mindset of these UAE athletes and of the athletes in the Pro League, which will have a huge say in when they do resume. So it's better to be cautious than to, you know, to basically... um to, to deal with the, the situation on the spot and I think that's what now a lot of people are, are beginning to realize that we have a responsibility to get all these things under our belt and observe what's happening the German league the Bundesliga started early and now the Premier League has just returned we've still heard uh, you know a few people who are a bit skeptical about the leagues resuming but hey listen hats off to the UAE at least they took the decision the question is whether they should have awarded uh, Shabab Al-Ahli with the uh, with the title especially being that they were ahead they've only lost uh, two games I believe this season um, winning how many have they won 13 out of 19 that's that's pretty good that's pretty worthy of, of championship material so yeah that's I think where the question will will continue to to be raised amongst uh, the UAE Pro League but hey listen speaking of things to be raised what we're going to be talking about next is the pillars of mental wellness now there's a lot of things that we've had to reset and adjust ourselves since returning back to work all the workspaces the gyms the activities and amongst that are sleep gut health silent reflection and many more things and if you want to find out more about that tune in straight after the break on the only place to be at three the halftime show on pulse 95 this is the halftime show 
with Omar Aduri on Oh, he loves the fire this is the Halftime Show with Omar Alduri on Pulse95. Nice strike. Oh, better than nice. It sure is that time. It's the Halftime Show with Omar Alduri. I'm your host, coming everything sport, international, local. Thank you very much for all the messages coming in, for everyone who's tuned in. Abu Abdullah's tuned in. You've got Tariq. You've got Saif. You've got Dodi. You've got Ala. Thank you very, very much for all your messages keeping me company on the halftime show today in the heart of Sharjah. So we spoke about the topic of the day. What I want to enter now, especially with people returning and resuming, you know, what I would like to say is your work schedule, or at least a schedule. A lot of us have had to work from home, and even at Pulse95, we had to work from home for a couple of months, actually two to three months, and get all the shows recorded in for you guys and set up for everyone. Now now that things are kind of getting back to place, there's quite a bit of destability going on with all of us, just trying to adjust and see what a routine is. One of the things that has been affected is the pillars of mental wellness. Now, what do I mean by that? It's a lot of things that maybe perhaps we we started to build habits when we were back home, when we were doing things and we, we didn't have as much control. Now, among these things, which I know I'm guilty of, is proper sleep. What is proper sleep? Have you guys been getting good sleep and especially knowing that when you wake up for those people that haven't returned to work it's just downstairs or it's across the room where you have to get back into work mode a lot of the the times we don't detach and by not detaching we're not able to actually you know focus on the matter wholeheartedly because we take it with us to sleep when we wake up and it's there in our face so have you been mastering your sleep amongst a lot of pillars that we normally focus on is the idea of understanding the mental wellness and the pillars of it and a lot of the different things and actually I was speaking to a guest uh, on the weekend if you didn't catch his interview Haytham Azaruni who's who's speaking a lot about mindset and one of the things I, I felt from this person is his ability to be calm in situations where he was in control at all times of the interview now this is sometimes something we don't always face when we are in unprecedented times or even just in times where we're not sure what, what's going to happen next when are we going to be allowed back into gyms or at least be comfortable enough to be back in crowds because right now the UAE has done a great job in respecting social distancing in respecting the fact that we are still recovering from a pandemic which has gone worldwide amongst those things it's also silent reflection and um, you know whether we can actually be comfortable in our own space just being silent with no TV with no phone with no uh, distraction so to speak um, and, and that's something which a lot of the times people find it weird when there's no sound or there's nothing playing and, and this is something on the halftime show I always I'm always fascinated to see how people detach themselves whether it's through meditation you know I did an interview with uh, with Pradeep Mohan actually last month and he was talking about how he uses the tool or the power of motiv- uh, meditation to be able to guide himself into his work and channel that which I found really fascinating for someone who admittedly said, you know, I suffer from anxiety, I suffer from depression. The way he's managed to turn that around was phenomenal. Uh, speaking of turning that around, Haytham Azaruni is, jo- is joining us on the Instagram live. Um, what a great guy, man. I was just telling uh, Brother Safe earlier that that was one of the easiest interviews to do. If you haven't uh, seen it, make sure you head over to his page or even on our podcast as well. 
which is out on SoundCloud, Apple and Spotify. Really, really interesting. UAE, Muay Thai champion, black belt, certified ref. I asked him all the questions, uh, you know, that I could and he answered them so well. Um, he said, I just came from work and will take one hour sleep to be ready for the massive training later, which is incredible. Love to hear that, Haytham. And I, I wish you all the best in your training as well because I've seen him train and he's uh, he's pretty brutal as well, I have to say that. Amongst the other things that we're talking about is gut health. Now, I managed to speak to one of our, our colleagues earlier. Uh, shout out to Mikey from the Afternoon Karak with Aisha Al-Mazmi. And I was talking to him, you know, about fitness. And I was talking to Gabby about gut health and the importance of probiotics and trying to get that to clean your gut because 80% of our immune system is in our gut. And that's why we normally have gut feelings. And a lot of these things go hand in hand. And that's why I was uh, very, very interested to see, you know, what people are going through, what they're experiencing. Has the home quarantine caused bad habits, which have now, you know, made it hard to reset and get everything together? Community and connection is something we're missing as well nowadays. You know, we can go into this topic forever and not being able to be in a in a community or connect physically has been tough. But have you been doing it emotionally? And if so, what methods have you used? Is it Has it been Zoom? Has it been meetings? Has it been, you know, um, doing things online? That's what I want to hear. Text us on 4215-ITASALAT-ORDU or slide into our DMs on Instagram at Omar Duri or Pulse95 Radio and let me know. Guys, the Premier League is back. And I know there's a lot of football fans who are tuned in right now. So don't worry, I'm going to give you all the love after the break on the only place to be at three, the Halftime Show on Pulse 95. This is the Halftime Show with Omar Adouri. On Pulse 95. 95. Oh, he loves the fire then. What a goal. This is the Halftime Show with Omar Adouri on Pulse 95. Nice strike. It sure is that halftime show. And you know what? We're nearly reaching full time and I have been getting messages about the Premier League. So I will answer your questions, I promise. Uh, <laughs> crazy when it comes down to hearing a lot of the, the feedback we're getting. But I love it. I love it. I'm sh- and I have to give special shout outs to Hassan, to Murad, to Mikey, to Sarhan as well, who joined us today on the halftime show as well. Uh, regarding that, a couple of questions coming in. Let's just bring this towards me so I can actually read them out for you guys. We've got, will you? United make it into the top five and did your top five change since last week? Very, very good question. Spicy, as we like to call him. Um, I, For me, my top five were, I had Liverpool, City, who was it? Chelsea, uh, was it Chelsea, Leicester and Wolves? I think that was my top five. Uh, I, I had Wolves and then Leicester. So that was my, my top five. No, Wolves then United. United were my fifth spot. That was who I had in the top five games. What, what, what have we noticed from the Premier League? I'll tell you what we've noticed. There's no home or away advantage or disadvantage. As we look at the fixtures, Aston Villa, Sheffield United drew 0-0. Um, City won 3 0 Arsenal. We definitely, definitely know that. Uh, I think I got reminded about 50 times about that. Norwich lost to Southampton. Uh, Tottenham United was 1-1. Brighton obviously beat Arsenal. But apart from that, most of the victories were away. Um, I know Abdel Karim will probably be tuned in and will love the fact that I will say Newcastle actually won a game and they beat Sheffield United 3-0, albeit with a sending off. But again, even yesterday watching the Everton-Liverpool game, you know, not having the fans, it was very, very tough to kind of stomach. 
Uh, Dodi says RIP Arsenal. You're absolutely right with that. Spicy says we're going to finish 10th. Um, who else? I think the only team will get benefit from the current economic situation is Man U. They will go through the marker so hard this season, I guess. You know what, Mikey? I, I agree with you, but actually I think Chelsea will benefit as well because they had the transfer ban. And, and doing so, they're able to buy Zayic, Werner, and we're hearing even maybe Havertz as well might be going to Chelsea, which is insane. If they buy a defender, I think the world's in trouble, especially with Kante there. Um, who have we got as well? We've got Murad saying the weather is hot, all the games have been sluggish, and also the referees have become fat in the head. <laughs> I thought you were going to swear there, Murad. I'm so glad I didn't repeat that. But yeah, no, um, it's very, very tough to kind of get the first round out the way. Uh, Man City will play Burnley tonight. The first game against Arsenal was more of a training scenario, but also what we have to be very careful about, and something that a lot of people uh, mentioned, um, is Arsenal against Man City had three players who had to self-isolate due to one of them testing positive for Corona. Now, it hasn't been confirmed which player, but what I will say is there's a lot of things behind the scenes we don't know. That would start to make sense on why Arteta had a, a quite a youthful lineup. I mentioned it on, on the show. I mentioned it on my own podcast as well uh, that, you know, he was delivering a message to the board and that kind of tells you exactly what's happening. Apologies, um, Dodi. He didn't say RIP Arsenal. <laughs> Sorry, Dodi. I get a lot of messages. I, I must have mistaken that. But yeah, saying that, it kind of puts a lot of things in perspective regarding what we're looking for and what we're kind of facing in the current pandemic now. With there not being home fans, every game seems to be uh, like it's a neutral game. And we kind of are noticing that Man City play Burnley tonight. You've got Leicester versus Brighton tomorrow. And you have Tottenham versus West Ham tomorrow. I really genuinely think the Premier League is back. But it will take a couple of games to get the legs back in with the, with the teams. I've got another message from Hassan saying, what's happening with Ozel? A lot of uh, personal things are happening with Ozel from what I understand regarding his situation. Arteta has protected him most times, but also has dealt with the matter internally. Now, what you got to remember is they've, they've been teammates before as well, so they kind of know each other on a personal level. And Ozel has been very difficult to manage in terms of the talent that he has. It has to be for a specific system or formation that the team plays. And if you don't adapt everyone to Ozel's formation, it's a team game and not an individual game. And that's probably why Ozel hasn't featured. But I wouldn't be surprised if he's not dropped in the next game because Arteta has had to switch it up. Also bearing in mind that with the three players having to self-isolate following the Man City Arsenal game, how many people will be affected by that knowing that one of them might have tested positive for Corona? If you didn't know that, you heard it first here on the Halftime Show. And guys, we are reaching full-time on the Halftime Show. Remember, you can catch us every Monday, Wednesday and Saturday, 3 to 4. If you're just tuning in and really annoyed at yourself for, for missing the show at each, um, you can always catch us on the podcast which will be up by tonight on the Halftime Show, SoundCloud, Spotify, and Apple. That's me, Halftime Show, out on Pulse95. Tune in for more on the only place to be at three, the Halftime Show on Pulse95. This is Pulse95. Tune in live every Monday, Wednesday, and Saturday from 3 p.m.